So when I say blockbuster video, what do you remember? What comes to mind? Maybe Friday night with friends or family going in and picking out the latest movie, you know, smell of popcorn, and of course, be kind, rewind. Well, it was on this day in 1985, the first blockbuster video opened in Dallas, Texas. At a time, you'll remember that a lot of video stores, most video stores were those small scale operations featuring a really limited selection of titles, like in corner stores, that sort of thing. Blockbuster opened up with 8,000 tapes and a computerized checkout process. The success of that store uh, saw Blockbuster expand rapidly, eventually becoming enter, you know, becoming um, just huge, uh, a huge player in entertainment, and then filed for bankruptcy in 2010. Now, by 2014, the last of the company-owned stores had closed, but one independently-owned Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon, remains open. Our next guest is the writer and producer of The Last Blockbuster, a documentary that tells the story about the rise and fall of the company. Meet Sandy, the Blockbuster mom. So um, when I started in 2004, um, Blockbuster Video had nine, roughly 9,000 stores and over 60,000 employees. Um, and now... Do I miss renting from a physical store? No, absolutely not. I mean, how long until companies don't even make DVDs, period? And then I don't know what. Um, did you know that Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix, but they didn't? Now that, to me, is crazy. It is truly the last standing bastion of a bygone era. Hey, that's cool, you know, that the last Blockbuster in existence is right here in my hometown. If there's some cats in Oregon still scratching it out, you know, with Be Kind, Rewind, Nothing wrong with that. That's beautiful. So, yes, our next guest is the writer and producer of The Last Blockbuster, Zeke Cam. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. What is it about Blockbuster Video that still drums up all of this nostalgia <laughs> inside so many human beings? I think it's that it's... Uh... There's not a lot of things in life that we forget that we loved. <laughs> Usually if we loved something, we remember we loved it and we miss it. But this kind of hit us all at once. We just kind of got so used to it. We kind of got sick of it. It's kind of like we turned 18 and went away to college and told our parents, see you later. <laughs> but now we're the kids with the empty nest syndrome. So, Zeke, we, when you take a look at the rise and fall of of Blockbuster, I mean, 1985, I mean, opens gangbusters, right? Eight, one store, Dallas, Texas, 8,000 tapes, went on to be just a massive, massive company. And then filing for bankruptcy in, in, in 2010, when you take a look at the rise and fall, how do you describe it and, and what exactly happened there? Was it just... Was it just the way our viewing habits were changed? Was it just competition? Was it bound to happen? Uh, no, actually. I think it was uh, hubris and greed. Corporate greed is the, uh, the uh, short of it. It's, of course, more complicated than that. We talk about it in detail in the movie. Uh, but it really, Blockbuster would still be here today if it hadn't been gobbled up and used as a tool to uh, 
keep someone else's books looking good. Ah, okay. I see. I see. So I need to find out more. I need to rent <laughs> or download yeah. your, download your show. Um, okay. So we know that there is only one independently owned blockbuster. Is it still open yeah. in Bend, Oregon? It sure is. <laughs> just in there the other day. <laughs> you were there the other day? Yep. And and tell me about it. Is it is it like everything we remember? It um it's imagine if it looked and smelled the same, but then also felt a little bit like it was a movie star. <laughs> like a movie star. Do they still rent movies there or is it more just a tourist attraction? Oh no no they yeah they absolutely rent movies there you know they they've got keychains and sunglasses and stuff for tourists but the bulk of the store is filled with DVDs. Is Sandy Harding still the GM of that store? She sure is. You I know, think she'll be there forever. Uh, yeah, I think I, I talked to her a few years back uh, on the show. What you know? Can you give us an idea? Is is she kind of a superstar in 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 Bend, Oregon? Uh, she would not describe herself that way, which just makes her all the more of a superstar. That's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. In, in your documentary, you mentioned that Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix. I heard that in the trailer. Is that, uh, obviously it's true if you, if you, if you said it, but I had no idea about that. Yeah, it's a fascinating story. We, we, uh. We sort of recreate the uh, that meeting uh, with puppets in the movie. <laughs> recreate it with puppets. Okay, so you know, imagine, imagine had Blockbuster bought Netflix, what would things look like now for Blockbuster and Netflix? What do you think? Well, I think Netflix wouldn't exist as a name. Um, it just they would have. Uh, they would have, you know, taken all the... Netflix would be Netflix, but it would be called Blockbuster. That's what I think would happen. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite memory of Blockbuster video? Uh, it's got to be just going and spending hours walking up and down the aisles like I'm in a library, even if I didn't learn something. Just being broke with friends in high school and taking the entire Friday night just looking at movies rather than renting it. Zeke, what, what was it that pushed you to make the documentary? What was it that that said, okay, I've, I've got to do this? And I'm also curious to know about what you learned about the company from doing it. Um, I just, it's, it's really, so I, I've been a storyteller my whole life, and Finding a good story isn't that hard. Finding a good story that people will want to see just when you tell them one word, <laughs> uh, those, those don't come along very often. So I really just couldn't resist. Um, uh, the director of the film, Taylor Morton, he had said, hey, would you, would you want to make a feature documentary about Glass Blockbuster? And I said, there's still a Blockbuster left? <laughs> and at the time, there were several. And uh, I didn't even know. And it occurred to me, like, 
I forgot to care. It has been such an incredibly uh, integral part of my life, and I forgot to care that it had gone away. And that's the kind of thing a storyteller loves to come across. Absolutely, absolutely. Zeke Cam is the writer and producer of The Last Blockbuster joining us this afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing some uh, some memories. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Have, a, have an awesome day. Yeah, you too. Uh, so again, it's called The Last Blockbuster. And again, there is only one independently owned blockbuster that remains open or that's open. And it's in uh, Bend, Oregon. If you want to find out more, if you want to take a look at uh, this documentary, it is called The Last Blockbuster. 1985 was the day on this day in 19, 1985 that it was open. Uh, do you remember some of the biggest movies at the time? Maybe this one? Party leads an ordinary life. No McFly ever amounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. Yeah, well, history is going to change. And 1985 is not his year. But Dr. Brown is about to change all that. Are you telling me you built the time machine? Oh, yeah, Back to the Future, 1985. Maybe you were going to the movies to see it, 